mouth to your ears. It's Brian Kilmeade. Welcome back, everybody. It's an important subject we don't talk enough about, and that is education, school education. We we bring that up, and everyone goes, well, what about that teacher strike in Los Angeles? Or look how expensive that private school is in New York City. But the question is, the matter of your economic income, don't you think it's purely American to provide vouchers for allow people to go to a school of their choice, maybe an elite school, maybe a charter school? Dr. Susan uh, Pennegrass wants to weigh in on that, director of research at the Show Me Institute. It is National School Choice Week. Week. And Dr. Prentegast, don't you believe we should have school choice? I absolutely do. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the chance to talk about it because some states or cities like New York, states like Florida, parents have lots of options when it comes to how their kids are educated. And other states, like where I live in Missouri, we have almost no options. So, yeah, I think it's time to put the money into power over educational choices into the hands of parents. So what happens is, uh, the way it goes traditionally, is property taxes go to schools. Now, if, you don't, if your property's not valuable and your area's not great, not, a lot of, not enough tax dollars is going to go to that school system. Therefore, the schools will be subpar. Helping working-class people, not giving them the education maybe they need in middle- and upper-class situations. So if you, can't, uh, if you have a school, if you have a choice, maybe parents would choose to go to a higher-caliber private school. So maybe giving them vouchers would be a nice thing to do. For some reason, most Democrats are against it. Why? Um, because the system protects itself, right? And teachers' unions continue to be very powerful, and they control the system and the status quo. So you're exactly right. We take a school building, we drive a circle around it. Anyone who lives in that circle is required to go to that school building and not allowed to go to a different one. And when the, the houses in that circle don't have a lot of value, that school tends to be a low-performing school, and those people have no way out. You're exactly right. Teachers are striking in Los Angeles to make sure that parents have fewer options. And I just believe it's just the status quo trying to circle the wagons to protect itself. Well, it is, and it's, it's just not fair to the people that Democrats profess to want to help, and that's working-class people giving them a, a voice. Because it all that's starts it. with education. I think uh, educational choice is a civil right. And I think it's our most disadvantaged students who are least able to access it. So I think you're exactly right. We ought to be opening up the system so that all parents, regardless of background, have the opportunity to choose the best school for their child. Uh, where are we at right now uh, with the school choice issue? I know as soon as we got this very liberal mayor, they started cracking down on charter schools, oftentimes be full scholarship for those in need. Uh, why would charter schools, which oftentimes demand more and actually require more hours uh, for teachers and for students, why would that be such a danger, viewed as such a danger a by some? fear. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of fear. I think that we know that the demand for charter schools far outweighs the supply of charter schools. And when a high-quality charter school opens in the neighborhood, parents flock to it, and some of them have a long waiting list. And I think it's fear. It's exposure to the fact that, you know, parents want these other options. And I think in some places we've seen uh, cities have sort of taken advantage of that, like D.C., and you see that the traditional public schools are getting better as the charter school sector grows. And I think we could be doing a little bit more of that and collaborating. But instead, there's this um, atmosphere of fear and it's us against them. And it really shouldn't be us against them. It's all for children, right? So I think it would be better to be uh, a little bit more open towards giving all parents choice and, and not trying to keep them into the system that they're in. Dr. Susan uh, Pendergrass is with us, Director of Research at the Show Me Institute. So, uh, Doctor, what research can you have you acquired that shows the effectiveness of school choice? 
Okay, so there's tons of research on school choice, and almost all of it shows positive impact on students. But some of the most interesting stuff that's emerging is that giving students choice in voucher programs and charter schools has a long-term impact on students' lives, and it affects their like college completion rates and their median earnings after they get out. Whether you see the test score difference or not, we're seeing that these schools are having long-term impacts on students' lives, and that's why I think we should be encouraging more of it. Um, you know, there's plenty of other studies, like on the National Assessment of Educational Progress, charter schools are on this upward trajectory. It's a system that continuously improves itself, and I do think it's a good model for how other public schools could be operating. If the school's not working, it should close. So I don't think we see that in the traditional public school sector. Now, in, you know, you would think, hypothetically, if this has happened, this would make public schools better because it's now competition, competition it for should. the students. That's right, right? It could be a rising tide that lifts all boats. Competition does improve. Like, if you were going to design a public education system from the ground up, you wouldn't draw lines around the buildings and say, you get a monopoly here and you get a monopoly here, because that just doesn't lead to the highest quality output. A little bit of competition, when a school has to fill its seats, then they have to work harder for parents and for students, and I think that that can be a way to improve the system as a whole. So vouchers would be subsidized to give people that couldn't afford private school an option. Where are we at now? Uh, What states are most uh, amenable to it? I believe about 14 states have private school choice program, and it grows every year. It's something that parents really want. And I think that there's no reason that we couldn't have a more pluralistic system of education where uh, it doesn't matter exactly what the parent chooses, if they choose what's right for their child, but we could expect certain outcomes. And as those programs open up, parents, again, are really flocking to them. They have, there's a high demand for them. So I think we'll continue to see a growth in those types of programs. And what, what are the reasons that people might choose to go private? Well, there's all kinds of reasons, right? There might be a reason that you would choose to send your child to a private school, and it can be ha- have something to do with religion, or maybe not. It could be smaller class sizes. It could be in the environment in the school. Could be the curriculum if it's a classical curriculum or Montessori or Waldorf. There's all kinds of reasons that parents choose a school and believe it's a good fit for their child. But I don't think that they should be restricted to a certain type of school. I I give you one that I get a lot: history. Yeah. Uh, they don't teach American history anymore, uh, and they feel as a lot of times these charges. I saw with my son when he went to a private school as opposed to the public school my daughters are in. Uh, they were focusing on uh, number one grammar. They that kind of public schools have pulled back on that. Number two, on American history. They they dive into it unabashedly. We seem to be wrestling with how to tell our own history. I think that's true. And also, as you know, we got into this testing culture where math and English language arts became the thing and schools started devoting more and more time to that because that was what was being tested. I think we've gotten a little bit smarter about that. And uh, schools and states are measuring things beyond just proficiency cut scores. But you're right that, you know, other things can suffer when you have to focus so much on those two things. So that could be a great reason why a parent might want to choose a private school. And exit question, who's your greatest ally in getting the word out about the uh, about the positive nature of of these uh, National School Choice Week? Well, one of our greatest allies is Ed Choice. They're in Indianapolis. They do a lot of independent and um, research on that, and they do a lot of literature reviews of research, and they do a great job of getting that information out there. And also the Foundation for Excellence in Education, they do a great job in getting those things out. But we also sort of network together, and I'm in a state-based, and the state-based um, think tanks talk to each other, and we're out here just trying to be on the front lines and make sure that more parents have 
access to more options. All right, uh, Dr. Pendergrass, uh, Director of Research at the Show Me Institute, thanks so much. Thank you.